Last night, the Hurricanes were shut out by their former goal, Alex Nedeljkovic, and his Detroit Red Wings at home 3 nothing. But just what went wrong for this team last Now, in today's episode of Locked On Hurricanes. You're Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I would like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day on this Friday afternoon. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Subscribe on YouTube and rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you are listening on. And as I mentioned, the Carolina Hurricanes were shut out by their former goaltender, Alex Nedeljkovic, and his Detroit Red Wings last night, three to nothing. This was a very frustrating game as a Hurricanes fan, which we will dive into. Obviously, as an Alex Nedeljkovic fan, it was a fun game. and. Yeah, I, like I said, you know, I'm a fan of him, and for him to have a game like that, his former team, even if it is the Hurricanes, that was, you know, like, yeah, I can't be too upset, you know, because one of my favorite players went out, had a great game, shut out, you know, really true revenge game. I saw where he had the second most saves in a shutout by a Red Wings goaltender in franchise history for the Red Wings. So, yeah, that was really cool for him. And then you know, going down to the ice at warm-ups, yeah, having a sign for him, you know, it said, uh, I missed your first game back. Welcome back, Ned. Hit a puck at the glass directly in front of me and came by, waved. And that was nice. And, you know, so I can't be too upset Uh but as a Hurricanes fan, like I said, this game was very, very frustrating because this was yet another game where the Hurricanes more than doubled the opponent's shots on goal. Hurricanes had 46 shots on goal compared to the Red Wings, 22. And my girlfriend, you know, she pointed out something to me during the game, and which I think is really evident for this game, but also some of these other games where we've had this same problem is they were just shooting at the net. They just shooting to score. And yeah, I, I've said many times quality over quantity, just because you're having 50 shots on goal. Doesn't mean that you're going to score. You look back to the Rangers game when we we were shut out at home. I want to say it was about 48 shots on goal, something like that. And that was, again, just the same thing. It feels like they're just shooting at the net 
not shooting the score. And that's very frustrating because we know this team is better than the effort that they put out on the ice last night. And it almost feels like they were giving a preseason type effort. Like, you know, the preseason, yeah, you want your teams to do well, but it doesn't necessarily matter. It doesn't really have any bearing on the regular season and beyond. So the Hurricanes, they've already clinched their spot. They're in, they could lose out the rest of the games, and they're in the playoffs. It does not matter for them. And it really felt like they were getting that type of effort. They're like, they're just going through the motions last night. And that's, I, I don't think that was the mentality. First off, I do not think they were having that mentality of, oh, we've already clinched. We don't really need to put a lot of effort into this game. And I don't think that was the case. I think this was another one of those trends from this season. It was a national broadcast game. We play like crap on those. We were playing against a team that is not in the playoff race. We play like crap against those. And... I think that was just another one of those situations there. And it was very frustrating because, again, we know this team is better than that. And I really think they've got to get whatever they're dealing with under control because if they continue on this path, it's going to be another first or second round exit. And I really thought, you know, after those Anaheim and New York games that, all right, we're good. We're heating up in time for the playoffs. But then the team goes and puts out an effort like this at home. And, you know, they always talk about just how much, you know, energy the fans give them. And it was a Thursday night, and the place was almost packed. Yeah, there was a decent amount of Red Wolves fans, but there were a lot more Hurricanes fans. And it, it was very frustrating. And because I, I can't stress this enough, this team is better than that. And yes, uh, you know, we have some games left. Yes, we've already clinched. You know, we're not, not in the bubble or anything like that. You know, we're, we're in the playoffs. It's just a matter we're going to be. And this was a game where, you know, just like these past few, the Hurricanes got out to a slow start. And, you know, it, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe we can get through this. You know, we did Anaheim. We did New York game. And, you know, we came out with the win in those games. And the most effort or the most exciting thing that happened that first period was a guy getting carried out by security in his underwear. Okay. I mean, that was about the most exciting thing the entire game. So for that to be the most exciting thing about the effort this team put out in this game was, that's not good. When all people are talking about on social media is the guy getting carried out in his underwear as opposed to what you're doing on the ice. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. And yeah, fans are going to be 
fans, you know, they're people are gonna overreact. You know, obviously people you know are saying, Oh, we never should have traded Ned, and you know, they're acting like the world's gonna end. And yeah, you know, as a Ned fan, it sucks. You know, I I didn't like you know, having to be on the visitor side for warmth and you know having seen him shut out you know the hurricanes my favorite team yeah that sucks okay that sucks but look at where we're at this year you know we're third place in the nhl and you know we're first place in the division you know it's not like the hurricanes have taken a total dive and are bad you know it's not like that so for folks to be acting like it's the end of the world, it's not, okay? And there's a lot to unpack with this game. There is. Uh, because I do feel, yeah, we need to talk about what's going wrong with this team right, right now. And we will dive to that right after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is, of course, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Spring is here, was nice, and folks are getting outside. And when you're outside and you need a snack, Built Bar is the perfect snack for you. Built Bar, again, is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And regardless of the flavor, they are covered in 100% real chocolate, whether it's a regular flavor, whether it's a limited time flavor, whether it's one of their puffs. Built Bars are always covered in 100% real chocolate, and Built Bars are high-protein, high-fiber, low-calorie, and low-carb. Most built bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a normal candy bar that usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And with flavors ranging from mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and so much more, there's going to be something for everyone. So right now you can go to built.com and use promo code locked15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code locked15 at for 15% off built.com. Now what going wrong with this Hurricanes team? I think that we I think it's honestly one of the slumps that they get in. And, and I think that they are almost maybe feel, feeling the pressure, feel that they are trying to save themselves for the playoffs. And, and, and I get that. I do get them you know, wanting to save themselves and not all of your effort into this team, the Detroit Red Wings team that's not in the playoffs and, and, you know, work yourself down. You're trying to score what is going to be a hell of a grind here in another few weeks. And I do. But you're developing some bad habits against Anaheim and New York. You're getting starts. You're having to fight your way back into the game. Same thing happened tonight or last night against Detroit, but you weren't able to 
come back from that because Detroit, you know, essentially smelled blood in the water and they took advantage of it. And you're going up against your former, who knows, your guys that he played with, he knows what they're going to do. Okay? And you look at James Primer in San Jose, the games against Toronto and Peter. Okay? They make great stops in those games because they know what team was going to do. I think that they could have more advantage of the situation that was put in front of them. Yeah, Detroit isn't the best team in the NHL. And you are going against your former goalie. You know how to get stuff past him. You know weak spots. And I've said, I said uh, last season, if you're going to score on Ned, in the get him within those first within the first five minutes. Him early can rattle him. Yeah, he was able to make some really good stops in this game early in those periods. I think that's just him developing as an NHL goalie. But they still could have gotten to him early. And it's, you know, I mean, and earlier, it felt like they were just shooting at the net. They weren't shooting to score. And that was the deal with majority of the shots on goal. But the Hurricanes did have some really good shots in this game. They had some, they had some opportunities to score. That, that also comes down to the goalie. For the Red Wings, Ned was on fire. I said to my girlfriend about five or so minutes into the second period that he's dialed in. We're done unless he, unless someone on the Hurricane just takes it up, up a notch. No Kings did take it up a notch, so we got shut out. Three to nothing, and that was very frustrating for sure. And because again, this team is better than that, and I think they are. I really trying to save themselves for the playoffs, which to an extent I get. But you're going if you do this too much, you're going to shoot yourselves in the foot because then you're going to start things, and you may not have the best playoff position that you want. You're going to want home ice advantage in the playoffs, right? You keep saying you should be winning. You're going to be screwed in the playoffs. And that's not going to be good. And yeah, the team plays good on the road, but better at home. So I think that they really need to be putting more effort in. Again, I said earlier, I don't think that they are not putting forth the effort. I don't think that's the case because you do learn from the season. They don't play well on this national broadcast. Again, I think they've only won two of them. And they tend to not play great against teams. And, and so you get that stuff. You know, that I do think that is national broadcast one 
Um, not so. There's really something to look into. I think folks on Twitter are blowing that out of proportion, but it is an interesting trend. I will give it that. But as far as not being good against bad teams, if you look to that game in where Nino flat out said that they expected Nino to win, they didn't give the effort that they should have. And I think that that kind of sums up some of these games. Like this one here, that I don't, I think they expected an easy game. And that happened easy game. And, and this was, was ugly. This was really, really ugly. I think that the Hurricanes really need to get stuff in lines we got how many games left we got colorado two three four five six seven games left this again colorado on saturday arizona on uh, winnipeg on Thursday, new jersey saturday and then yeah, new york islanders new york jersey devils they got to get this stuff in line please they really do. And they got Colorado tomorrow, which is going to be a hell of a test. And to really where you're stacking up against. I said that the last game against the Rangers. More so. What does this team need to come away with a win in Colorado? We will talk about that right after this quick. Folks, our hockey is right around the corner. And betonline.net one source for all of your betting stat info find the latest sports development league reviews and news including this year's basketball playoffs the start of the major league baseball season and of course your hockey playoffs as well bet online is your continued source for wagering information from live betting to plus esports and more and of course your carolina hurricane head to the website today or use your mobile learn more about the trends and action bet online where they get now the hurricane Hurricanes are heading out to Denver to take on the Colorado Avalanche. The Hurricanes were the first team this year to shut out the Avs. And the Hurricanes played well against good teams. They play bad against bad teams. You know, it's not good, obviously. But this is one of those games I saw of April that the two games against the Rangers and the game against the Avs were the games. I could legitimately see the Hurricanes playing well, but not necessarily the game against Buffalo or the game against the Red Wings. I didn't necessarily expect to lose those. Yeah, it, this is one where I think that really need to bounce back. I feel that this is this is a game that left a sour taste in a lot of folks' mouth because. Again, they did not give the effort that they should. They did not. gave the effort of a team that's already clinched and they got to lose. And it, I thought the Hurricanes, they need to go into this the postseason with some momentum behind them. I thought they were having that building up uh, with those wins against Anaheim and New York. I really thought they were starting to build some momentum. And 
they could with that game against Detroit get a win there and, and that momentum totally shot now I think that three to two or you know in time or a shootout or something like that then I I think it would be a bit of a different story and, and you know the Hurricanes could still have some momentum on their maybe get stunted a little bit but honestly with this game effort that they put out there it honestly feels uh, most not all the momentum that they were starting to build up totally shot you see i really want to be wrong about that but heading into this game against colorado they were having a team practice today at the practice with the only guy missing being Jordan Stahl, uh, probably a maintenance day for him. But you look at all that, I really think to this Colorado game, they need their top guys to the hell up. And that that we're building, you know, Jordan Stahl, you know, having four goal games and stuff like that. Sebastian Ajo having a three-point game against Rangers and Andre, you know, being a goal away from 30 and, you know, almost to the verge of his first 70-point season. We need our top guys to step up, not only in this game in Colorado. I mean, we're playing Colorado. We obviously need our guys to step up because of how good that team is beyond that. In Arizona, against Winnipeg, against the Rangers, the Islanders, you need to step up heading into the playoffs. That's going to be big because we, yeah, you obviously want your depth guys to be doing the same thing. Uh, I think, you know, when the Hurricanes were at their best, you know, this season, you got your superstar line, yeah, producing, but then you're four fourth line grinders also and you know everyone's just firing on all cylinders when you know this team was at their best it wasn't just the stars it was everyone the team was their best and that's what we need to get back to i do that they can do it obviously but, but i think that colorado is a team momentum on their side I mentioned it in today's game or, or yesterday's episode was the abs, you know, just beating the absolute breaks off since nine to three. I don't believe that they are playing anytime. Uh, well, they played yesterday against New Jersey and they got another win there. They beat New Jersey three to one. So that has some momentum on their side. And heck, you look at their uh, just like one, all their games in the month of April. And you even look back to the end of March, you know, they've been winning since March 29th. They're on a one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight game win streak heading into this game against the Hurricanes. They got momentum on their side. They're doing what we need to be doing. And 
I think that the Hurricanes, they can do it. They absolutely can, but they need... I've said it this episode. I also said it a few episodes ago. They need a wake-up call because it feels like this team, they are just not... isn't clicking right now. Whether it's intentional or not, something isn't clicking, and they have got to get this stuff figured out here in the next couple weeks sooner rather than again ice advantage in the play and if you keep on the skid that you're on like you're going to lose your first place spot in the division and you have the home ice advantage as you want new york is still right behind us and they're two points behind us. And it, it's very, very frustrating looking at this because we know how good we are, but also how good New York is this year. They could easily take that top spot from us. And the team is they have to get they have to get it under control. But we'll talk more about what they need to do against the abs in, in tomorrow's when we preview that game. And hopefully, it won't be as frustrating as a game. We talk about that even after that that game's recap. But but make sure you subscribe to on Hurricanes on YouTube, rate the stars wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at lo underscore Hurricanes, and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore ninety. We'll talk in the next episode.